what up, what up, what up, my brother, BTG. It's your boy, 12 Kyle, from the 12 Kyle Podcast. Hey, man, I'm back in the gym, man, and I got a question for you, Baylor. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we saw the game. Uh, Southern Cal was playing against, I think it was Oregon, and they lost the game, and the quarterback, star quarterback, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, uh, was overcome with emotions. He made his way to the stands, found his parents, and when he got to his mom, the dude just started broke. He just broke down and started crying. So, my question to you, Baylor, is: What did you think about that? Is that cool for a kid to be crying like that after a game? Um, I'll give you my take, and I'll be brief. And, and and let me just start by saying I am a little bit biased because. Uh, one of my best friends is and has been Caleb's mentor, his quarterback, guru, coach, slash family friend, uh, probably since Caleb was seven or eight years old. So I've known about Caleb long before he made it to USC and before he won the Heisman. And he's always spoke very highly of Caleb and, you know, he considers Caleb to be family. Um, also, having played college football at South Carolina State University in the 90s, I'll just say this, Baylor. I don't have a problem with a kid crying. The reason being is because if you played football before and you've played it at any level, you've probably cried after a game. Now, it's normally behind closed doors. It's normally in the locker room. Sometimes it's on the way home from the game. But you've cried before. I didn't have a problem with him crying. I probably would not have cried in the stands with my mom but the thing is is that when you play a game i think it's you're you're emotional that's one of the reasons why you know the media doesn't talk to kids after a loss after 50 15 and 20 minutes have to go by there has to be a cooling off period colleges won't allow you to talk to athletes uh right after losses because like you you need that time to kind of get off that adrenaline and come down so, again, my question to you, Baylor, what is your take? Because a lot of people making jokes, a lot of people saying, well, this says a lot about his leadership. But I want to get your take. What do you think about Caleb Williams displaying, you know, his emotion of crying in the stands with his mom uh, after a tough, tough loss uh, at USC? Um, thanks again for letting me in the gym, bro. I'll holler at you later. I think at the, I mean, that's passion though. If you really think about it, I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, look, look, look. If you go on YouTube right now and type up some of these um, <clears throat> retired, newly retired NBA players, when they laying out all the beans about his cats in the league just still in checks, you know what I'm saying? No passion in the, no passion in the game. Excuse me, no passion in the game. No love for the game. They just in there for a check. Right, they're not worried about winning. You got to think this is, and I and I told you know my group chat because my group chat is like ninety percent USC fan, right? And I'm like, man, y'all let down the city. Y'all let down the city. The expectations, you know what I mean? So, I mean, preseason we talking about they expected SC to be one of those playoff top four playoff teams. They did. They did. Ran into Notre Dame. Then another loss after that. You know what I'm saying? I, this has probably been the worst 
overhyped SC team in a while. And that's why your quarterback is gonna cry. It's yo, it's it's you you are the starter of USC, you know, the most popular football team in Southern California. And was the professional team for a cool minute. You gotta like it's a it's a wearing that SC jersey as the as the quarterback is like you wearing a Laker jersey at any position. It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure that comes with that. You Hollywood. The carpet's already rolled out. And Heisman winner. So yeah, man. That's a lot of pressure, man. That's a lot of pressure for a young quarterback. You know, a young, talented quarterback. But we can't, you know, I mean, look, that's to me, that's letting me know that he really cared about the game. And he know how upsetting this season as a Bruin fan, I can tell you that. As a Bruin fan. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. They can... They, even our rivalry game, right? It's not gonna mean much. It'll probably mean much more, more to us than to them. If they was if they was to beat us, it's not gonna move much. It's not an impact. But if we beat them, it's gonna make them look that much bad. So. I'm not mad at it. I don't think anybody should be criticized for crying about the game. He emotional, man. We seen, yo, look, Embiid cried. You know, Bosch cried. You know, shoot, even after uh, Florida. Florida, who did Florida lose to that one year when Tebow was quarterback? And then he went off on that one of the best post-game interviews you know, he got up there and said everything outside of him just called himself goddamn Superman. Shit. But his emotions, his passion for the game, and I had you crying over it. Yeah. 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 You never know how to you never know how your emotions are gonna act up. You you could do when Marshawn Lynch spoke about um, you know, the interception in the Super Bowl, knowing damn well. of the nation knew he was supposed to get that ball, including himself. And he said he walked up to Pete Carroll's face and just laughed in his face. But that's also a lot of pain, too. Because they, what if now? It's, it's, It's a what if now. And we damn near know the answer to it. So, yeah, showing your emotions, I'm with it. I'm with it. Show them emotions. That's that's telling me like, hey, I got I got love for the game. I got love for the game. But hey, we've been fumbling. The the the, the title of this episode, fumbling emotions. That's I'm I'm glad we got that question because that's gonna tie into, you know, well not necessarily tie into, but everything's gonna everything's gonna make sense about the title, uh, especially when it comes to the fumbling. Because my Raiders almost fumbled this game away against the Jets. Now, look, it's a good celebration thing going on with us. Smoking cigars in post-game, going live, making, you know, just the Raiders is going viral now. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know, Crosby, 
Mad Max. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's our poster child right there. You know, we ain't had a cat like that on the line, nominating like that since Howie Long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take you back. I'll take you back, 12 Cal. Howie Long, number 75. He was dangerous. That white boy was dangerous with that with that military flat top. Yes, he was. That was the original guile right there from Street Fighter. Not just <laughs> um he did he did look like one of them gladiators though. He he had the gladiator face. He ain't look so gladiators, Baywatch, and say by the bell face ass, Howie Long nigga, ain't he? Anyhow, um, we put it out, though. Ran the ball, but Josh Jacob, two fumbles. You know what I'm saying? Two two or three fumbles. And then back of his ear, fumble. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, dog. And then we kind of throwing an interception. You know what I'm saying? We almost gave that game away. Nice catch by the rookie tight end. Nice catch by Myers. That was mossed. That's going on Moss right there. Um, but we're going to look. We're in the we're in the tough spot, twelve Cal, because it's like we know the rookie's going to finish out the season. He hasn't really shown consistency to where I'm like, yeah, let's give him a chance to come into training camp as a starter with the reps and see how he goes versus. A rookie quarterback coming in with the starters in training camp. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm. It's a dilemma over here. It's a dilemma. But the defense is playing better. The defense is playing better. We did not allow a de- uh, touchdown this game. All field goals. All field goals. And we get we we was the only team that scored a touchdown that game. But it was. Two-game win streak by the Compton head coach. I like it. But it was against probably a bottom feeder teams, both of them from New York. The Giants and the Jets not saying much. I, I apologize, Jarv. I apologize, Manny. But I should be giving you niggas a text message soon. And and, and while we was winning, you know, my Lakers was, was battling back against Portland, and they pulled it out without Braun. So that was good. It's not it's not telling, but um that was a good W with Alvaron, but it's also against Portland, which is another terrible team like the Jets and like the Giants. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, 12 Cal. I appreciate the question. But again, man, show your emotions in the game, man. We've seen T.O. cry over his quarterback. <laughs> okay, on national TV. Remember that? He was crying over it. That's my quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, cat, you you're emotional. That don't mean that T.O. won't whoop your ass and run the slant across the field. That's that, and that's the thing. Let cats be who they are, man. Ain't nothing wrong with showing emotion. That's what's wrong with you. That's why these niggas is crazy now because they holding all that emotion in, trying to be tough guy number number three. You know, let's come on, dog. Come on. No, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this now. But as far as my Lakers, though, man. Um, it's been underwhelming so far. Um, we ended up losing to the goddamn Rockets out of all teams by a lot, you know. But, I mean, look, regular season, I get it. Early, okay, I get it. Um, but even the games that we win, and that's the ones that I'm concerned about. Right, so. We'll see. 
We'll see if Darvin Ham can get these lineups right, and we'll see if they start putting in more max effort and stop going down by 14, 15, 20 points in the first quarter where we got a scratch back. Uh, Cam Red's defense has been solid. You know, we criticize them for the one game winner, but, you know, hey, man, I— it's early in the season. You got to let that shit happen because now if he knocks that down, you know, his confidence, even though the very next game he came out killing, you know, they went right to him. So uh, shout out to that because he, he, nice, he had a nice game. So I, we got to keep him rotation because his defense on KD is serviceable. No, he's not going to shut him down, but he's going to give him issues in the time that we need him to. You know, especially if it's a close game. But I don't. I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Booker was in that uh, play that game. I, I, I got to go back and check. But I know Bill was there, um, and we and we and we picked up another W on, on Portland. So that was solid. Uh, I need two more. Give me two more. Give me two, three more in a row. Uh, appreciate it, twelve Cal. Oh, that's it. I'm about to I'm about to close. Oh man, before I get up out of here, and it's sad that I'm getting up out of here with uh with bad news. Uh, DJ Hayden, former first round uh, pick out of uh, the University of Houston, man. I guess um, I would go with this as the ending, but it, it it's a sad, sad thing. Passed away this, uh, today, um, car accident. You know that's oh my god. When I tell you about those, can't stand them. You know. Um, and it's a uh, young cat, young cat. You know what I'm saying? And I think I, I want to say early 30s, early 30s somewhere, man. That's sad, man. Sad, but rest in peace to him. Uh, everybody show they love. Uh, for a fallen one, um, solid player, solid player in the NFL. He had a he had a cool career. He had a solid career. Shout out to him, though, man. Shout out to him. 